0: alpha dudes like to be dominated are you more dominant in the bedroom you'd say
1: absolutely <laughs> i've been meaning to talk to you about this actually i wake up every day make sure i'd smash her out in the morning time just to make sure i did it make sure we had morning routine
0: i'm going to start impregnating every <laughs> single one even look at me it was like it's me mario what's up my friends and welcome back to uncensored a podcast where the truth comes from the balls <laughs> that's how we do it here. I know, I know. That's how we do it here. He's so bad. guys, um, today's guest, uh, I fucking love her. She's one of our good friends. She's a Russian TikToker. Not quite mm. that Russian, but you know, <laughs> she's like over 2.4 million followers on TikTok. Um, she's snaps absolute sweetheart. She's a boss. She's an alpha. Give it up for Alex
2: Trachnik. Hey, Let's go. Let's go. Hello, that's me. <laughs> so Alex, do you prefer Sasha or Alex? Um whatever you want to call me, baby. Yeah. Oh <laughs> damn. I like God that. Dang. I like that. I like boss ass bitch. Uh, yeah, as no, well. I like that. It was so <laughs> funny.
0: Before we started rolling, right. Maybe you can cut back to it. We just had a, you were on the business phone call. <laughs> yeah. And when you got on the phone call, like this was your face. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, somebody's gonna die on this phone
1: call. <laughs> <laughs> we felt bad for the listen,
0: recipient. Listen. <laughs> the <funny> shit, <laughs> we're sitting here, you do your business phone call, Bachman fell asleep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, why I
3: that
2: boring? Jeez.
0: <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. So wait, but you're 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 Russian, but you're not really Russian. Yes. So you're appropriating and you're basically Russian baiting
2: yes Ooh, i am for right? sure and i'm alpha baiting too no. alpha or beta baiting. baiting i don't know who i'm baiting at this interesting, point
0: interesting because i've seen your tiktok maybe riley we can play some clips here <laughs> this whole podcast is just me giving riley instructions riley please do this hi riley, <laughs> riley make this engaging do something dude <laughs> just fucking do something but um i see your TikToks. right you have this you know russian like slapping vodka yeah that's this kind of stuff you do it's very funny so is that your is that also you in real life
2: Are you an alpha in
0: real life or just on TikTok?
2: Oh yeah. I've been an alpha in real life forever. I've always like Mm. the very highly independent boss ass bitch. Don't tell me which to do woman. Yeah. Um, But I will tell you, so Sasha, which is my like character that I play was like my alter ego that I came up with, you know, but it kind of stemmed from, I used to cosplay for at comic con all the time, dressing up as characters. I worked in the film industry. I love movies. So my brain, it was always like, hyperactively creative and growing up I always idolized like the anti-villains or the villains on movies and tv shows and they all were always dressed super hot in black leather and a lot of the yeah. times they were russian mm. and they're always like badass females and I was always like damn I wish I could be like that yeah and then I kind of like created this alter ego during covid of sasha sasha's other russian you know yeah and uh next thing you know it started to take off and I kind of used to dress like how everyone else would dress. Like if I was going to brunch, I'd wear white. Yeah. I was going anywhere. I just like conform. And yeah. I never really could figure out my own style. And then yeah. as I became Sasha, I kind of figure out my style more and more. That's and then over good, the yeah. last three years, the alter ego is like turned into me. Yeah. And what I've, I've Very studied some alter ego stuff. Like, have you guys ever watched fight club?
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. So I grew up with fight club. It's like my favorite movie ever. Of favorite course. book. Yeah. And the whole <laughs> point so of funny. the movie book <laughs> is that, you know, this guy was depressed. Imagine yeah. an alter ego that he wished sure. he was, and ended up becoming the alter ego. Mm,
3: because this is you.
2: This, yeah, it's literally oh, me. It, like, builds your confidence. That's so
0: interesting because I know that some athletes do that. Yeah, I, I read this book about, um, or like, you know, there's like a, a book that featured also. I think it was, I don't know if it was Djokovic or some tennis player. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I'm actually a nice guy, but when I'm on, when I'm a, on a tennis in a tennis match, I'm fucking." I'm destroying this other yep. person. I want to kill the other person. Yeah. But in real life, I'm not that. So it allows those people to tap into personality traits. Yes. They wouldn't have in real life.
2: And then also like having this alter ego, it's like, because it's not really you essentially, yeah. which it is, but it isn't like they do studies on alter egos that, you know, having an alter ego does help your confidence. And here we are yeah. three years later. It's, it is me in a sense, right? It's made me like, dress better act way more confident because yeah. like back in the day i'd be like terrified to go say hi out to guys at the bar now i'm like interesting hey hello what's up you know yeah and then also <laughs> it's kind of an icebreaker to be sasha when i talk in, in my normal self i'm like hey what's up it's like you know they could fully judge me like this vulnerable self Sure. but if i put on this character like at the bar i'm like what do you want i'm looking for a rich husband right
3: yeah everyone's yeah. like ha,
2: ha ha this is hilarious and i'm yeah, like yeah <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, because it's like it's so.
0: That's how you go up to like when you talk to people in the bar, you just like or guys. How does it go? Like <laughs> <laughs> role
1: playing with Mario here. Okay, we're
0: at see. a bar, right? You would like trying to speak to me. I'm at a bar. I'm just like I'm there drinking. My, I'm also like I'm. I'm quite the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> I think I'm such. A, I'm. I'm a little bit of a beta for sure. I mean, I'm alpha in some ways. You are alpha though. I'm alpha, alpha in some ways, but also like I'm such a non-confrontational Mm-mm. guy. But I'm alpha in other ways. Like I like to make shit happen and, you know, uh, take risks in life. That's what I do for sure. I think big, but in person to person, like I didn't grow up with siblings. Okay. I never fought with my parents. I'm from Germany, so we're very like nice because, you know, we have to be after the, the right. war and the second war and then the Holocaust and all the shit we've done. So I feel like we have a lot of, um, you know, I'm, I'm not non confrontation. That's what I'm trying to say with this. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. So, okay, if I'm, <clears throat> if I'm at a uh, here and you, you talk to me, how would you, how would you talk to me, you know?
2: Well, first of all, I would, you would actually come talk to me first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that, the, actually, I, which like, I
0: wouldn't because I'm afraid of, you know,
2: However, Women I, especially, I'm afraid. Of course, of yeah. course. That's why you were sitting closer to I'm, him I and feel, not me. <laughs> I feel, it yeah, just yeah. makes me feel I safe. I feel
0: safer talking to gay men or safe. or straight men. Cause I feel like there's, you know, I feel like okay. I feel safer.
2: That's so funny. No, but um, I'll tell you right now too, ever since I dyed my hair like this vibrant color, I'm almost like peacocking everywhere I go. Mm. I'm sure you peacock too, both of you. Um, never. Yeah, never, but it's so easy. I can li- like, guys are predictable. Mm. Mm. guys are predictable. I saw this really good quote this morning. It was like, I know, but it basically like, you know, everyone knows what the fuck they're doing. Do you know what I mean? Like people mm. know what they're doing when they're trying to like manipulate you or do things like they're not yeah. stupid. So like when I walk into a bar, I'm like, okay, I'll just kind of like stand near some guys I think are cute. Cause I know immediately they'll be like, Hey, wow. I like your hair. Immediate yeah. conversation starter. You're right. It is a conversation starter. So easy. Like I like your hair. And then if I turn around, I think you're cute. I'm like, Thanks. I grew it myself. That's always my go-to line. I'm like, I grew it myself. And then they laugh. And wow. Then
1: bam. So you might place yourself in the area, but you wait for them to yes. initiate it.
2: Because even though I like being alpha in like relationships with guys, I don't want to be the alpha. I don't like. I was wondering. That's interesting. Dynamic. Yeah. yeah. We're diving I don't. Yeah. It's really hard though, because I attract a lot of like more beta guys, but I'm, I like being alpha, but then in like, you know, let me like, if I want to date an alpha guy who will let me live my life and let yeah. me just be whatever. But then, you know, behind closed doors, you know, he's the alpha man situation.
0: Yeah. But I think if you, so an alpha, I think would be, he can don't still, you, don't you think you guys would clash a little bit, you know?
2: Depends on the type of alpha, but yes. Yeah. Yes. I've, Cause I think a yes. lot of alpha
0: dudes, they want like maybe a more submissive woman. And I think they could be threatened by that. Yeah. You know,
2: I think there's a balance. So I think I want like an alpha. There's a mix with a beta in mm. a sense. We're like, we're both alpha, you know, like let's say we're walking down the street and we're both like in charge of the situations or whatever, but maybe we like
0: both peacocking kind of, but maybe we split
2: (laughs) it up. Like I think one of my best boyfriends every month I would plan a big date. And then the next month he would plan the big date. So we switched Mm. it off. That's what I need. I need someone who's balanced because I'm not your little like, tell me what to do daddy. No, like mm. I'm literally going to be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, but yeah. then behind closed doors in the bedroom, now you can tell me what to do. That's mm. very common. That's very common. Same Why with like Jeff. That? Like
0: I feel like. Same with
3: Jeff. You tell him what to do? You tell him what to do? What
2: to
0: do? So here's the thing. I, I, I read this study. Uh, <laughs> this is not a study. It's just from personal experience. Uh, no, my friend, she's uh, she's into BDSM, right? Uh-huh. So she has a lot of clients that uh, she's a dominatrix essentially. And she says that most of her clients who are like big CEOs, yep. alpha dudes, like to be dominated yep. because that's their persona in real life. So then in privacy or like in, in the bedroom and sexual scenarios, then they like to be just absolutely dominated, yep. you know? So that's literally
2: what I was going to say. Like, yeah. think about it. Like you saw me on the phone just now. I'm like always a boss.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
2: when I finally get to turn that off, I want a guy to be fully, just like, he's the one planning stuff. He's in control. Cause I just want to relax for that's one so second. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Like, yeah, it's interesting.
0: How about you, Jeff? Because you're you're, um, you're you're sometimes more quiet, I think, you know? Yeah. So you, you, are you more dominant in the bedroom, you'd say? Absolutely. <laughs>
1: you know, I actually love alpha females. I, I love,
0: love... He loved that question. He was like, Mario, I'm glad you asked. He's like, think you're asking. <laughs> I'm so fucking ludely. I'm meeting... a top. I'm an absolute...
1: <laughs> I've been meaning to talk to you about this, actually. <laughs> no, I love alpha females. <laughs> It'll like put you in your place because you don't want pushovers. You don't want yes girls that'll end up just exploding at the end. But in the bedroom, like... There's just something, it doesn't really turn me on to be dominated, yeah. Even just the girl on top, I like it, but it's like it just doesn't do a whole lot for me, mm. yeah. I kind of need to be in charge, I don't know why. Maybe it's just a little, a gene or something, <laughs> a gene. Uh, but yeah, being dominated in the bedroom is not something that turns me on. Does that turn you on? <clears throat> if so, what are you doing? I love how you make
2: it, yeah. Let's talk about you, Mario. Does what that you like, do what, later? do you like girls being more dominant or?
1: You could just stop it. Do you
0: like girls?
2: Do you like, actually, uh <laughs> Can we, can we like deep dive into that one?
0: Listen, Keep getting Sasha, closer you, to Jack. This is, you're the guest of this podcast. No, it's it, my it podcast. Always it always goes back. my podcast now.
2: Oh, Hello, welcome to Sasha's podcast. podcast. I've been God meaning damn, to start this. I knew this was going to happen. I like Sasha.
0: It always, every podcast <laughs> always comes back to my sexuality. It's always what happens. I think you um, do it to
2: yourself. You're such a pick me girl. I think
0: so. Right. I think so. I think when can we talk about me guys? <laughs> um, yeah. No. Once I was my first girl, uh, So first actual, I guess, girlfriend, like in a sexual way I was dating. Um, she was were you just
2: dating one as like a Barbie doll or something. Kind of,
0: well, we were very young. It was not as sexual. It was right, more right. like, you know, high school kind of, you know, um, but very sweet, very cute. But, she was Colombian and she was very fiery and showed me things that I didn't even know existed in the bedroom. You know, she would fucking throw me around. She would oh. fucking put a gag in my mouth, you know, just peg me. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, but she was definitely a lot and more. That traumatized um, to become a comedian. <laughs> and part of it is, uh, was dope, but also it was scary at first. Also, I'll be fully transparent. I sometimes would come quick and, you know, when she's on top like that, I, I, it's hard to control, you know, because mm-hmm. she would be, she would be doing stuff and I'd be like, hold it, wait, <laughs> let me breathe. And I'd be like, 21, 22, you know, no! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's one of the reasons why I like being in control because then I can control that better. Yeah. Um, but now since, you know, I, I, since I'm better now, you know, I used to come yeah. in like 35 seconds. Now I'm fucking... <laughs> 52 seconds. Fucking
2: I'm dead. I'm killing Actually, it. can I bring this topic up? Cause a couple of my girlfriends have been talking about this. Okay. Girls. Gr- I feel like guys think girls like having sex forever. Yeah. We do not. Mm-hmm. We do not at all. That's what I'm saying. we efficient. were complaining, uh, my girlfriend was complaining to me the other day. She's like, Oh my God, I had sex with this guy and it was really good. But then just kept going forever. He kept edging himself because he wanted it to last forever. Mm. But girls don't want it to last forever. We're like, all right, dude, I got a time limit. Like it's starting to hurt now. And or like, you know, just like raw or whatever." And I don't think guys really understand that girls don't want to have sex for three hours. We do have exactly sex for right. like less than 10 minutes, please.
0: That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's why people always make fun of me. My guy friends make fun of me because I come so quick as a German, but I'm efficient. Yeah. You know, what is more romantic than valuing another person's time? Thank you. You know, <laughs> I get done. You have sex with me. We're done in like 42 seconds. But you're I mean, happy. I leave you happy. You know, I you know, why, the why though, waste I, the time? So we can, we can go back to work after, yeah? Exactly.
2: But the <laughs> thing is, right. it's like, I feel like there's always this like stigma of like, oh, we finished too fast. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm cool with that. Like, hello. Yeah. Now it's my turn though, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, I feel like guys like, i just been, a lot of girlfriends and I have been talking about this lately. I was like, so none of us like having sex for 30 to 45 minutes. Cool, 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 cool. See, what's that? Mm. It's, it's
0: porn. Porn is fucking yeah. everything up.
2: Oh my God. Like, yeah, no. Avoid <laughs> I porn. I love this. We're
0: saying this at the next guest. Is the porn star you won cock of the year last year <gasps> at the Gabiets? But no, no,
2: porn is in a way, it's fucking up. Do you think up. porn stars watch porn?
0: I, 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 I. I'm assuming, right? Probably. They love themselves. They
1: like watching themselves. I I think I would,
0: honestly, I mean, when I saw Malik destroying this twink, if I was Malik, I'd (laughs) watch that shit to go to sleep because it's such a a boost of like, you know, just like you.
2: But then you're the unrealistic expectation.
0: There's one, there's our friend. I want to, just to your Uh. point earlier, when you're alpha in real life, you want to be dominated. Mm. So one example where that's not the case is our friend Malik Delgati. He's a gay porn star, but he's straight, and he is the most alpha. Whoa. Oh my god, I love for her to meet, meet Malik. A gay porn How star, funny. Straight. Two He's alphas. straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> they would set the world. On fire. <laughs> Whoa, I mean, yeah. People say, I don't know. Do you think that's possible? Do you what? think you can uh, you can be a gay porn star and absolutely destroy twinks? Like I'm talking, Sasha. I'm talking like leave them annihilated, like absolutely destroy them. While still being straight in your real life because you put on a persona.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. There we go. Also, yeah. like sexuality is such an interesting term. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. As you get older, you're kinda like, who the fuck cares? So like, like and do whatever you want.
0: A lot of people do. I According know, it's to YouTube crazy. comments, a lot of people do. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure
2: you drive up some haters, but we know you do it with this <laughs> and you love it. But yeah, no, it's funny because as you get older, you're like, I literally don't care who you like, whatever. As long yeah. as you're happy.
0: I think that's the thing. You know, no labels. Okay. But no, he um he definitely, he is very much alpha in real life and then very much alpha in, you know. Interesting. In the bedroom.
2: I feel like guys, it's a little different sometimes. Yeah. Because especially if he's like a gay porn star and he's, yeah. you know, it's different, right? But I think also
0: a lot of guys, they're so attached to their masculinity yep. that if they have this alpha persona, then they feel they can allow themselves to be vulnerable. And being vulnerable means letting go sometimes, right? Yep. And being being you know having the girl take control or whoever even another guy whatever it is but like being vulnerable and open yourself up to that is very hard for a lot of men that are like alphas yeah that's that's why that's one of the biggest parts of my brand is like breaking that shit down that's why i have this calendar called the bromance calendar it sounds like a plug but <laughs> it, it, you show her? sure it's right there using his calendar it's to encourage men to be more vulnerable and like, okay. you know, hug their dudes and not give, a, you know, because I, I no, think we I men need this. this, you know.
2: yeah I love that you do this stuff, by the way, because it's like, it's nice to see like guys doing like stuff like this and being like, guys, relax.
0: Yeah. Yeah. right It's it's wholesome. You know, oh, see, so there's cute. a woman in that. I get a lot of hate for that. But, you know, if <laughs> you, like, a woman I know, I you know. put a woman it's in there, it's still about bromance because Dexter's into the dogs. It's still about bromance, you know. You know, it's me getting head in the face with an eggplant. Because, you I know, bromance.
2: It. <laughs> <laughs> just rip dudes doing rip dude things.
0: my dad, my German father.
2: Oh my God, I love you that. You know what
0: it is also? My dad, I just spent Christmas with him and New Year's. He came to visit. He is such <laughs> a... Like, my dad is the sweetest so much guy much. ever. So much one? Emotion. Oh, yeah, you? right. Like, I felt that.
2: You really felt that. You're just happy to be here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff was hard the whole time.
2: <laughs> Who's this? Uh, Dennis Dozio.
0: Hard. He's a Italian TV star and I guess he is. now a porn star. Porn. Yeah. Look at his teeth. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> but what I was going to say about porn earlier is that porn fucks up the perception that we men have, we, we, we measure ourselves and we measure what we should do in the bedroom based on what we see on on, porn, porn films. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you think you have to go like eight positions, you know, 15 minutes each. It's like, Jesus, I don't I have, I have work to do, you know? (laughs) No,
2: I know. And that's the thing is like, like for me, I, I'm, you know, I didn't have sex until I was 18. -hmm. And then I also wasn't like fully like, Oh, I need to have sex all the time. I'm super horny until like Honestly, just only a few years ago, I'm like 30. I've never always been, like, hypersexual. And it honestly stressed me out because I hear about all these people in their 20s, like, we're having sex all the time, and da-da-da, and I did this position. I'm over here like, yeah, I'm not like that. Am I okay? And then you start to feel like you're there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And I was like, am I okay? I'm not, like, hypersexual like everyone else. Is that yeah. okay? And no one ever teaches you any of these, all these positions either, too. I'm just like, what do I do with my hands here? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's been a lot of, like... What do I- yeah, what do I do with my hands? Well,
0: because you want to live up to the expectations, right? And like what this is considered normal. But, you know, I think we just have to accept what... I'm, I'm the same way, by the way. I'm not very sexual. Yeah. Never have been like in... There's some reason for that, I guess, but but I w- I was judging myself the whole time. Yeah. I was like, Oh, especially as a guy. As a woman, there's a little bit it's a little different still, I think. Where yeah. like there's a you know, if, as a woman, if you don't have a lot of sex, it's like, oh, she's very pure or whatever. Right. As a guy, you're just like a loser, nerd, beta cock virgin. Right, but simp, even as a girl, weasel, it's like bitch, boy, pussy.
2: Right, but then as a girl, sometimes like guys, like you know, you have this pressure of like, well, we expect you to know what to do in the bedroom. Over here, like, sure. dude, I'm still learning. Hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't think yeah. people realize that like you're still learning every time you have sex with somebody. And new. then there's also the,
0: the the pressure of perception that people have of you. Oh, yeah. and I was struggling with that, right? Because you know, if you if you're like a You know, I mean, listen, guys, I know people see me. You know, they see an absolute, you know, German alpha male stallion. Right. And the expectations are very high. High. (laughs) Really high. Jeff Jeff is just my backup. I love it. I love it. He's like like in the song, he's like, the expectations are high. High. (laughs) High. Um, so sometimes I would crumble under the pressure. I'd be like, okay, I don't know if I can live up to the expectation that I've set mm. as being this under a model dude or whatever. And I'm, I'm portraying myself in a more sexual way online because mm-hmm. of my job as a model and all that. So people expect, oh, he's going to fucking, he's going to plow through, right. you know? And then I'm like, uh, I'd rather not have sex instead of not being able to live up to the expectation.
2: Right. And like get to the you, you and re- hang out and stuff. Exactly.
0: Yep. So it's,
2: yeah. it's weird how the world has shaped your our brains to think about like sex, and
0: sex yeah such a
2: because like when i actually start talking to all these so like another example is like when i see an extremely like hot guy that i'm into in my brain i immediately i'm like oh he just wants to only have sex with me and that's it, Got it. why do we do that you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and then like you know i will hang out with said really hot guy and he's like the most gentle giant and really and just really wants to just get to know me and then mm-hmm. it's like oh, i haven't actually slept with someone in a while and i'm over here like wow i judged you in my brain and you yep. probably other people probably judge me other ways too i know for a fact though this has happened a few times i love my hair color i won't change it but i know yep. that my hair color definitely gives people the impression that i'm just like some wild sex crazy did, it, did it, God, party girl dude. because yeah. there was a guy uh there was a guy that one time he talked to one of my friends recently and was like yeah alex is so cool because you know she doesn't want anything serious and i was like He never once asked me what I wanted. Mm. I do. I would love to have something a bit more serious. I don't like just random hookups.
0: See, and that is maybe the dark side of like having, you know, when you, when you.
2: (laughs) Dark side of like, look, of course you're going to assume based on what I wear and how my hair is that she's this crazy party, da, 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 and would never want to settle down. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm just a hopeless romantic who wants to fall in love.
0: Yeah. No, same here. I mean, you know, alter ego. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My other alter ego.
0: Yeah. Same with Jeff. I mean, Jeff looks like an absolute, just like douchebag white boy. Right. And he kinda is actually but. <laughs> <laughs> You asshole.
1: You know, I want to say about the sex though. I used to think like that that uh so I would wake up, my ex girlfriend's German, crazy horny. I'd wake up every day, I'd oh, make is? sure Yeah. Okay. Super horny. I wake up every day, make sure I'd smash her out real good. Smash In her In the morning out. time, just to make sure I did it. Make sure we morning had that.
3: Morning routine, you know. But then the after morning, we were done, it was kind of like, some yoga, stretch, now? smash her.
1: You know, you accomplished something. Yeah. But after it was done, it was like, kind of like, what now? And I don't know. I thought it was better if we dragged it out a little bit. Maybe oh, we yeah. played just a tip and then later brought it back. Because I felt like I, p- I pushed it too soon, you know? Mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm. You lack some of that intimacy and... uh love yeah. connection that you're supposed to have yeah. just busting in three minutes like you do.
0: I think you could 35 seconds actually but thank you. That's, See yeah. foreplay so there's a difference
2: right? Like I don't want to have sex for 45 minutes but foreplay for a while and then we can have sex because it's more fun with the build up right? Because then you're mm. you're teasing and flirty and you're having a connection versus just like all right we're just going to have sex okay bye leave. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. For sure. I remember there was one girl and this was the most magical thing we were like very in love she ended up breaking my heart but whatever. Whatever I'm fine! Um, she, uh, we had this thing and we were like such an intense relationship. We got to know each other. and we just had like 14 days of like seeing each other every day and mm. like stay over. And we had like this thing where we're like, okay, for the next three hours, we can't touch each other That's and fine. we just have to, and we just, we can't even touch each other. Like not even, not even physically in any way, you know? And we just lay in the bed and like look into each other's eyes for like three hours. I'm not even joking. It was fuck. I've never felt anything like that. It's actually kind of crazy. Wow. And then when we did ended up having sex, it was just like, Amazing. you know, I, I came mm. in eleven seconds, dude. It. it was like, <laughs> see, that's awesome. A though. new record for me of efficiency. See, that's
2: this is what I crave, though. This is like, I've been single for a the guy last who lasts eleven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been single for like the last five years. And when I yeah. tell people that, they're like, "How? Oh my god!" I'm like, because I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm not gonna just settle for just because someone is like, what kind of a version of what I want. But I'm literally craving stuff like that. You know, mm. like yeah, yeah. I want someone that we can have like intimate moments with and have fun times like that and like really connect. Yeah. Haven't met a single person in L.A. in the last five years who's even that close to it. Mm. Isn't that crazy?
0: It's also sad what you're saying about LA. that people have expectations yeah, of you.
2: I mean, I love it. I hate dating here.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> so, it is. I mean, yeah. it's most likely the worst place in the world to date. To date right? I to feel date, like 100%. Yeah.
2: I had boyfriends yeah. when I lived in San Diego and ever, I had boyfriends every year. Da, 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 and the moment I moved to L.A., it has been yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Well, it's
2: too many options here.
0: Yeah. It's also said that like people have with, um, people have expectations about you based on the way you look. And it's kind of sad because we do that. It, it's a human thing that we do that, right? Because we want to protect, protect ourselves. Right. But it's almost said that your persona that kind of prevents, cause you get put in a box and I hate when people get put in boxes, but because of that, you might not even a guy who you might be interested in or like or connect with might not even, you know have the chance to get to know you because of what he expects of you if that makes sense you know it's just like the boxes yeah
2: yeah so wait are you guys um are you guys seeing anyone you have a girlfriend
0: fiance fiance thank you i was like she's not she's usually here but she's uh she's doing you know she's uh doing she's fucking killing can i give a shout out to my fiance right now she's styling she's styling killian murphy Oh my God! He just won the Golden Globes. Yeah, he's, wow, he's it's awesome. gonna, If he doesn't win the Oscars, I mean, shot to kill him. If he's like, I mean, he's so he's so beautiful. He is such a. I mean, I don't know. He's gonna win. So she's killing it. She's doing a lot of styling oh, work right that. now. So she is uh, not here, but she lives here usually. I swear, he
2: lives I swear. here usually, <laughs> <laughs> not in the dungeon in the German dungeon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, and and Jeff, I yeah, have a girl, your... girlfriend as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah um, this is my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's shy.
0: Shh. if you had a girl, uh, a girlfriend, if you had a girl, uh, what about girlfriend? <laughs> I'm not
2: into girls. Not into girls. I'm not no. into girls. And you know what's been very annoying is a lot of my guy friends a lot of my guy friends have been getting more into like sex parties and stuff. They're like, yeah, I would never mm. date a girl who isn't into other girls and you'd have three There's the pressure again. I'm over here like I don't even like girls. I'm never yeah. gonna get a boyfriend.
0: I, I'm, I'm assuming just now by default, if you're in LA, you're at least pansexual as a Right. Woman, Isn't right? that? I don't know any straight women. I think uh, except you're the first one I meet. I've met her
2: hey. a long time, I think. You know?
3: Yeah. I, you know, I just don't like, like girls.
2: You can you, I just don't. I'm like, yeah. I will stare at girls and be like, you're fucking beautiful. I wanna dress like you. But then the moment I'm like, I just don't want to look at your vagina. I really
0: yeah, don't. The vagina's are hot, weird. Though. I get it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Have you done an open yeah. relationship before?
2: Um I recently. <laughs> Do you want
1: for to? A
3: <laughs>
2: well, no. I recently. So I think dating this year has been a really good dating year for me. Uh, okay. None of it's lasted longer than a week, but I've at least.
3: <laughs> we <laughs> can deep dive in that later. But, but what I'm saying is, I've met so many I,
2: different people. Because people are like, "Oh, what's your type?" I was like, "I don't have a type. My type is if you're a good person and we have a vibe, and I obviously find you attractive, it's going to work. I don't. I'm not just like you needs to be seven feet tall and it's like no. But um, I recently. Was with a guy who is polyamorous for okay. one month. Okay. And it was the most interesting month of my life because I'm so used to just like, not that. You know what I mean? Sure. And I've been, this year has been very open to just like, okay, let's just check it out. why as well.
0: So you were dating somebody who had a partner already and you came in as the other partner, basically?
2: Kind of. Yeah. So he had a partner uh, in another country. Okay. And they, they met here, but then uh-huh. she had to go back over there. Got it. And they were polyamorous the moment they met. Got and it. And they would like see people together mm-hmm. but then they also agreed to see people separately too if they wanted that's to interesting, yeah. um she was over there that's his primary relationship so she's yeah, number yeah. one Riley and then everything me, yeah. yeah everything else is secondary mm. it's interesting i was like the only reason i think i was okay with it is because she wasn't here if mm. she was here i would have mm. been like i can't do this because exactly,
0: yeah you feel like a f- at, third wheel
2: right it's not yeah. even that no it would be like we would have separate relationships it'd be like i would be with him just him and he would be with her, just her separately. That's
0: oh, yeah, of course, completely separately. Yeah. There
2: is multiple versions of polyamory, by the way. Yeah, i was yeah. Googling it. Yeah. No, I know
0: Riley would. No, I mean, yeah. I wish Riley, you Riley. should talk to Riley about this. He's well, like I don't the, know how I
2: feel about it. I mean, I was, like, very open to learning. Yeah. Here's the one amazing thing about polyamory. They're the best communicators. Holy shit. You have shit. to
0: be. Yeah. I think Enjoy you have it. to be. Without that, yeah. it's not going to work. I mean, there's no fucking me, way. Yeah. It taught
2: me communication though, because before That's good, yeah. him, yeah. I would just be like, I wouldn't tell a guy how I felt because I was like, oh, I don't want him For to sure. think that like I'm too into him when in reality yeah, I am. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So with polyamory, you have to be communicative. He and I would talk all the time and I'm like, can you tell me about this? What girls are you into? Did it? It was awesome. I've never been so... Vulnerable and open to asking these questions that were always so scary. Mm, Yeah. He even was on FaceTime with her a lot, and I'd be there. And it was kind of almost funny because I'm like, you know, we're like cuddling and then you FaceTime her. And I'm like,
1: (laughs) where do I
3: put my hands? (laughs) (laughs) But then in my head, I
2: was like, if we were having honest conversations, right? If polyamory is honest, I'm literally sitting there on the FaceTime being like, hi, I'm the girl that's fucking your boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) but anyway, no. um, So I learned communication skills from him, which was the best thing I learned. I think any guy you date or anyone you ever date, you learn from them. Yeah. And then we just decided to be friends. It, we just, it just didn't work out, but we were, yeah. al- here's the thing. We were already friends before. Mm, and then mm. two years later, all of a sudden we're like, hey, what's up? And then we're like, let's just go back to being friends. So nothing's changed. And then, um, yeah. but did it now- become
0: awkward then? No, not at all. Oh, okay, Never.
2: Cool. Um, our sexual chemistry just wasn't aligned. So that's why it Got worked. It. That's why yeah. we were like, we literally ended it. Cause we we're like, Better off as friends because our sexual chemistry just isn't working out. Let's just be yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. Nothing changed.
0: Yeah. You've heard that before. Same with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: no, but after that, though, I've had, I've now, I'm like not scared to communicate with guys. And if guys freak the fuck out when I tell them that I like them, then I'm like, you're not the one for me. So right after this That's guy, we are chatting, whatever, there's a history there. And then straight up after we hung out, I was like, hey, by the way, I like you, just so you know. I know you live not here, but just so you know, it's like, yeah, I definitely like you too. Da da da. Ghost me because <laughs> he freaked out. And I was like, you know what? I don't even care because yeah. I got to communicate and I feel great. No,
0: you're authentic. That's that's. Yeah. I love that. Because I think a lot of, especially women, there's this pressure to like fit the mold for anybody, right? But yeah. for women even more, I feel like there's this pressure to, you know, like almost change yourself to please other people and shit like that. And it's like, nah, I like yeah. to do that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I'm just like trying to communicate more and just remembering that because we still get nervous. Like there was a guy I was texting. Recently, and like I was nervous to invite him to something and I was like, wait, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Just invite him. I'm like, what are yeah, you doing? Just tell yeah. him. And if he says no, he says no. If he says yes, he says yes. Like, yeah. You can't cool. you yeah. can't overthink it anymore because as we're getting older, it's like it's just like a game that younger kids play, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, exactly. Well, that's
2: been the eye-opening thing here. So yes, polyamory. Yeah. Don't know if I would do it again. I don't know if I could do it. Do you think you could do it, Jeff? Yeah, would you no, I think
1: I'd be more down for like a hall pass every now and then, right. let say Got on it. both sides. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like let's we're going to Vegas.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're going it's to the like, Gavians.
1: Oh, yeah, I have a
2: couple <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I have a couple uh, friends who've been in relationships forever and I was talking. I was like, How do you guys make your relationship last? They literally do that. She's like, honestly, every like once a year, I'll be like, We'll just agree, like, hey, go sleep with someone else. Don't tell me. I'm not gonna tell you. And that's that. And they said it works really well for them because then they get this like release to yeah, go whatever. Yeah. I think
0: it can be healthy. Absolutely. I think it can be But healthy. You have too. to communicate that. That's the that's the one thing, and yeah.
2: But yeah. see, this is things I never knew about. I've always been, I grew up just, you know, you're married and you're with that person forever. And sure. I never knew, I never knew that like, well, this yeah. is so open. You because know?
0: media, it's all what we grew up with. It's almost like with sexuality and everything, right? Like um, you grew up with this image of a Disney prince and a Disney yes. princess, and there's no real room for anything else. Yeah. And that's just how we've been primed our whole lives subconsciously by watching things, by consuming things, right? Yeah. Uh, all the fairy tales. So um, I love that now it's changing though in movies and cinema. Sometimes a little too, they're pushing it almost like too hard, right. you know, but it's being other other things in other ways thinking of being normalized, which, which I like. Thinking more out yeah. of, outside the box and it's something the same with bromance. That's something that's not really talked about. Like the <clears throat> relationship between two men and how beautiful it can be and how loving it can be. It's not really talked about and celebrated as much as romantic female relationships. Even though they might be maybe even more valuable or last even longer. There's some African tribes, and I love that. They have a ceremony where two men, best friends, not sexual partners, they have sort of like a wedding where you (laughs) kind of celebrate that unionship between two friends, which I think is beautiful because women have that more, you know? We, we do. should. A, we should have a bro, bro wedding. Dude. You should
2: have a bro wedding. Make that a whole YouTube video. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be dead. Exactly.
0: Let's have bro wedding. Not for the bro baby. For the fucking <laughs> views, dude. I love how you think. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no, no, absolutely not. No, I think for both. For both. For both. Exactly. No, I. I think that's a wonderful thing. Actually, we should do that maybe. You know? I love like that. Like a celebration of some sort. I like that. Hold on. I yeah. need to like
2: get comfortable again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Are are you yeah
1: what's up? Oh, I just want to say back with the polyamory, I remember this story. I started dating this girl here and she was, I guess, seeing someone else. This is a while ago. Yeah. And I remember she comes in and we're hanging out and she goes, Hey, you want to have sex? Cool. Ready? And I was like I was like, Yeah. But she goes, well, Let's not do anal because I've already done that this week with someone else. What? Like <laughs> literally said that right before we're about to, to smash and I just went limp D. You know? You're like oh, cool. D, yeah. So I don't know polyamory long term, but I think a hall pass is cool.
2: Yeah, polyamory, mm-hmm. okay, polyamory too, if you really think about it. My friend, when I told him about it, he was like, people who are polyamory just have a scheduling kink.
3: Mm. And I was laughing.
2: I was like, it's so <laughs> true. It's they're just like, I need to have all my partners scheduled throughout my life. Oh, it was, seems
0: like a lot of work though, right? It's a, it's lot, a, of a lot of work for one with one partner, you know.
2: Imagine having multiple. That's wild. So when I googled different types of polyamory, the funniest one was kitchen table polyamory. Oh my god. And what that means is if you're so comfortable with all your partners that you could have a dinner with them at the kitchen table and everyone could be there and everyone would be comfortable. That's kitchen table polyamory. But
0: would that imply that they also uh, have each like interact with each other?
2: kind of Like sleep with each other. Yeah. I don't. So there, there are like multiple versions of polyamory that could be the case or it could literally, I think that one specifically is like, No, there's one guy who has a relationship with each of them separately. Oh
0: my God. This, I'm sure there's like some pyramid scheme, like graphs about this, you know, like the circle, the triangle, the orgy, the fucking, This is
1: exactly Riley though. He's so communicative with all his partners. Mm -hmm. And I think he would do the kitchen table. Yeah.
2: And like, Yeah, it's just so interesting, like, polyamory. At the end of the day, I'm like, if you think about it, single people are technically polyamorous. They just don't communicate with each other about who they're sleeping with.
1: Mm, That's the only difference. It's like dating, basically.
2: It's dating, but then for some reason, polyamory has this label on it where they want to have this full-on-fledged relationship with someone. If you even think about it even more, if you have a group of friends and they've slept with each other before, they're all polyamorous, technically, because they're all still friends. They've all slept Mm. with each other, but they just Mm. don't talk about it anymore.
3: Mm. God, anyway damn. scheduling kink alright there, there we go
0: yeah this group do, um, do you want to have kids? no no? Nope. that came very quick
3: <laughs> I love that you
2: asked this question yeah. oh my god that is also I think
3: so why here's the not? thing you know there's
2: a giant dating pool and then anytime you say a little bit more about yourself it gets smaller and smaller yeah. I'm alpha female boss bitch da 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 doesn't want kids so now my dating pool is even smaller
1: yeah why not?
2: I just have never wanted kids I never understood the appeal growing. I and by the way, I was a lifeguard. I was a swim instructor. I was a babysitter. I was a camp counselor. I've worked with yeah. kids my entire life. Maybe
0: that's why you don't want kids. It's not even that. <laughs> it's you've just like interacted with kids. <laughs> I never understood. To me,
2: like to me, it was like the moment you have your kid, your life is over. The moment mm-hmm. you have a kid, it's just like one. The childbirth looks awful. They look parents look stressed. I'm already stressed with my own goddamn life. Why do sure. I need to have someone else do it? I just like I've never had the appeal. I've never sure. had the motherly instinct. Sure. I hate when people go, "You'll change your mind," and I look at them and I go. Are you going to change your mind about wanting kids? And they're like, it's not the same. I was like, it's literally the same thing. It's literally the same thing. Like, think about it. Like when people have kids, it's like you're introducing a whole new person in this world. Sure. And it's so expensive. And you have yeah. someone to take care of. Oh, yeah. It's not like, efficient. No. Not having kids is actually more responsible, but we, we can dive into that another uh-huh. day. Yeah.
0: You, uh, I mean, possibly adopting <laughs> is more responsible, but like I. I would adopt. Yeah. yeah the only yeah. way I would
2: have kids is if I was dating a guy who already had a kid. That's the Got only it. way.
0: Got it. Because, yeah, no, I mean, for a woman, it's a whole nother level of childbirth. I mean, I get it. And it's a little unfair in our society, but I think as a man, it is a little, I mean, it is not a little, it is definitely easier because, <laughs> you know, uh, the childbirth alone is like an insane thing you put your body through, right? I, I do think that there is, um, I, I don't think your life would be over. I have some friends who had kids unexpectedly. They were models and stuff. And then they all say everything one that them said they thought their life was over and they all say it's the best thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. Um, so I see that, but I also love that because you know, it's, lying everybody so. is, <laughs> I
2: don't know. I just like, and then I was like, I always think about the way I grew up too. Like I had a great family, all that stuff. I was a fucking nightmare growing up. I was like mm. a terrible two year old. Like I would never want me as a kid. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. like, I never understood the appeal my mom didn't have me till she was 35, and she didn't have my brother till she was 40. So mm-hmm. my parents, my mom was like, I didn't want kids either, but it was a different time back then. Yeah. So like I was pressured a lot, and then she had sure. me, and then was like, okay, I like this. Let's have another one. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, it was like, you know, and my parents got married young at like 20, mm-hmm. 21, and then they didn't have me till 35, so they traveled the world for 15 years with each other. So of course, That's like, great. things That's change. But like, yeah, for sure. you know, I just don't think I would want a kid. I've never had that like desire or instinct. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys want kids?
0: Well, Jeff, do you want to tell her about your mushroom experience? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I did
1: this huge mushroom dose recently, like seven and a half grams. And I asked Mario beforehand, I said, What should I think about? And he said, Think about children. Because I'm a couple years older than Mario. And uh,
0: 25 years older.
1: Anyway, 25 years older. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm on the shrooms and I feel like I'm dying. It's such (laughs) a huge dose. And I thought to myself, I'm dying with nothing, Mm -hmm. I have nothing. But then I thought at the moment if I had a child you have Mario. that I'm dying with something. And maybe, I don't know <laughs> if it's legacy or not, but just like when I was on the Shrooms, being a daddy was like badass. But right now, I'm like no, it's not
2: cool. Mm, interesting. It's more
1: about me. You know, it's like what am I going to do for me?
0: Today? Yes, your ego kicks in. Because Shrooms what it does, it removes your ego, right? And then you go to the, I mean the I, dark everybody place. Yeah. is the dark <laughs> place. I mean, no, Shrooms, like usually you feel super like you realize you're all one and you have this feeling of yeah. connectedness. And in that moment, it's just like that creation that speaks to you in that moment. But once you come back to your ego, you're like, oh, no, no, this and this and that, you know? So, but Jeff, he put it in such a funny way. The other podcast, he was like, when he first told me about this, he was like, and then I thought about you and I thought about kids and I was like, I'm going to start impregnating Every motherfucker, oh every God. single one, everybody who wants it. I wanna, he even looked at me. He was like, he looked at me. He was like, he's well, impregnating I'm in, you. He You're looked welcome. at me. He was like, I'm impregnating every single one of my friends. And I was like, Jeff, this doesn't work like that. Where he was like, we can try. You included, mom. <laughs> we can try. You get a kid, and you, Dude, get, a kid kid and you get, get a kid. get can try. We can try, Jeff. I don't know if that's gonna work. So,
1: because you know, I think we're, we're both in the social media world, and we are in business for ourselves. So I think we can get caught up just about us. But if you were to die tomorrow, what are you dying with? Now you're a young, I don't young, know. young, attractive
2: woman. So I'm not telling
1: you to rush no, into anything. I know, but what I'm
2: saying though is like I understand where you're coming from, but even like I swear to God, I didn't want kids when I was like five years old. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't. Yeah, and I, think I that's just totally. Know. I
0: think that's totally fine, by the way. And I think we should, you know, again, that's like the 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 idea we have. But I think society also, first of all, I get it from a primal instinct of how we have to procreate and all that stuff. Times have changed, you know, like it's, yeah, it's, it's very different. So I, I totally, I totally they get start it.
2: spreading COVID all of a sudden. You see what happens when we have too many people in this world?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, but what I'm saying with you though, I, like, I understand where that's coming from. Um, I just like, I'd be fine if I died tomorrow. I've left a big imprint in my family yeah. and with my friends and yeah, like absolutely. the legacy I've left,
3: absolutely. I guess
2: it does count. As I, you know, it does sound kind of selfish, but like, I don't feel like I need to like leave the legacy onto someone else. Like I don't know. My brother doesn't want kids either, so our blast name is literally dying.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: it's just me. And my, my brother doesn't want kids either.
0: There's no more
2: There's no technique. <laughs> have you guys ever watched *Idiocracy*? The movie *Idiocracy*. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: oh! Oh my, my god. god, that was. Play that again. That was. <laughs> I felt that. That was such a... Yeah, that, that was so painful. That was kind of I felt <laughs> that. It was. Just like <laughs> Riley's
2: just gonna have this play the entire time. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. No. <laughs> no, okay. *Idiocracy* basically is about. Um, it's Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson's brother, and they get put into a time capsule to like you know whatever to open up later, but it ends up those time capsules end up opening like thousands of years later oh. and they and then the they open it up later to the world being stupid as fuck like stupid. like everyone can't talk right everyone's stupid because they're showing the timeline where only dumb people were having kids and all the very smart genius people were like, no, we'll wait and then all of a sudden oh my their God die. that is hilarious next yeah. thing you know. The hillbilly and God knows where is having thirty kids while the scientist, mad genius, is having like zero kids. Mm. And so the world turned into this like thing. And I honestly I was like, Yeah, that's literally where our earth is going. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I could motivate you to want kids, but I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm I'm gonna go die. If this is what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> no, but also like what you leave behind is not only kids, right? You can right. leave I I always see it as like my existence, I measured in like if I can leave a positive effect, leaving leaving a net positive, right? Yeah. Like people I've interacted with, the thousands of people I've come in contact with, or even I don't know with stand up, like potentially like millions of people, right? Have I left something do positive? Millions of
2: people watch. I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, but like over time, you know, if I do a show with three hundred people, whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah, I'm giving so shit. So like, <laughs> I thought about this: is like if you leave or you inspire people to, to be positive, or even smile at people. You know, it's such a we always think of legacy as this big thing, but there was this guy. I took an Uber with from Berlin to the airport and it was like 4am in the morning. Everybody's grumpy in Germany. That dude, shout out, uh, his name is, I think his name is Emil and he's a Turkish cab driver. Dude, he was the most positive guy. He picked up my luggage. He was smiling at me and I kind of like a rough day. Um, some things happened in my life. So I was like, I had, he was so positive and he talked to me and he's so positive with every single ride. And I was like, this guy's the real hero, yeah. you know, because he leaves something so fundamentally positive because he made me more happy. And I took that energy on to mm-hmm. the airport and yep. I smiled at people there and yep. I talked to people and I talked to my mom and it's just this circle. And I think that's something in, you know, that, that, that is how I would measure a successful existence.
2: I agree. Like yeah. if you can just make someone smile for like one person smile, then yeah. I feel yeah. just fuck yeah. yeah, like you're an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. Like we love to entertain people. Literally our goal is to just make people laugh and smile. That's all I want to do. Yeah. You know, or maybe feel uncomfortable. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Jeff over there I don't know (laughs) Turn to me on (laughs) It's gonna be a
3: different (laughs) I
2: know what you mean Like for me Legacy's never been Like this like Grand thing that you see In like movies Like leave your legacy behind It's more about like What's my legacy Did I make someone laugh today Did I change someone Like that's why I love Like you know When I was a bodybuilder I became a fitness coach So I could help people I like helping Mm, people At the end of the day I like learning skills And teaching people those skills
0: Yeah To help them Huge value Huge thing you leave behind So that's you know I think that's a great perspective, yeah. So tell me more about the the fitness stuff, because, you know... Um, yeah. Uh, so also, a we strong got... Strong, like, yeah, man, we the got also, bear in woods. Yeah, we, we we got a little too spiritual here and too philosophical, so we got to talk about dicks yeah. in a second. But yeah, okay, talk, sorry. talk to yeah. me about the... Um, so you were a pr- a bodybuilder? Yes. How did that happen and how? Wh- wh- uh, how?
2: I mean... <laughs> what do you mean, how? Look, she's got... Stars. No, I get it, but like, definition. you know, how does it... St- like, how does no, it you star? don't just we're become a from. bodybuilder, yeah. Yeah, it usually stems from heartbreak. It's usually where it comes oh, from. Oh yeah, for real. Oh yeah. So I think it was. This is like the last guy I've ever loved. Fucking seven, eight, nine years ago or whatever. Um, which fucking is
0: so pussy. Sad.
2: Um, you know, I dated for a while forever. We were gonna move to LA together, whatever. Yeah. I was at the end of college at San Diego State. In and, San Diego, yeah. Okay, yeah, I went yeah. to San Diego State. I played sports my entire life, but I never like learned how to eat because I played sports, so mm. I never really had to learn how to like do nutrition. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end, very end of my senior year, I broke my foot, got broken up with. Or like we ended and then, you know, I broke my foot and I was super sad and I was just like, oh my God, whatever. You know, just like a mess. Yeah. And there was a girl at my gym who was super fit, like super fit. And I was like, what do you do? And she's like, oh, bikini bodybuilding. And by this time it was only about like five or six years old at the time for women, like for that like category. And I was like, oh man, I want to do that. There's no way. But then I did research and being, I love I'm extremely ADHD. I love crazy challenges. And the yeah. only way to get to my goals is I have to do something crazy to get there. Mm. And, you know, lose weight. Okay, I'm going to compete in a bodybuilding show. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. just going to lose weight. like the sure. And so I decided to do it and changed my fucking life, right? But at first, um, I was getting distracted with this guy I was dating or whatever, yeah. right? And then, this is the guy that I loved. I was <laughs> getting to distracted. You get cut him out for the right? gains. <laughs> well, I was getting distracted by him because I would, like, follow my plan five days a week. And then on the weekends I drink and you're just never going to get progress. Mm, like that, Right. Yeah, for sure. And then he ended up getting his dream job and we had to break up and move or like he moved away and I stayed in San Diego. And I remember coming back and I was like, no, this is, and it wasn't, it was like right on new year's too. So I was like, I came back to San Diego and I was like, we're going full in. And so I focused super hard on bodybuilding. And then at the time too, I was shooting all the content for optimum nutrition and BSN. Mm, So like now I'm immersed in this world and I'm starting to do my first show. And three months later I competed in my first show and I got like sixth place cause my tan wasn't dark enough, but like, yeah. I didn't care. I was like, this is it. This is everything. Like yeah. it just, I just didn't care how I placed. I was like, I'm doing this again, you know? Yeah. So then I ended up doing seven shows over the course of five years. Damn. I got better and better and better. I went to nationals three times. And then by my sixth show, I got first place in Culver city. That was the most unreal feeling because like, I've never like won something like that before. Yeah. I've never worked this hard at something like this before. And I remember when they called second place um, and it wasn't my name and I was the last person up there. I was like, oh my fucking God, I just won. Like it was getting chills thinking about it. It was just like unreal because I worked so fucking hard because the sport is so selfish. You wake up, no one's sitting there being like, don't eat that Oreo. You have to just not eat the Oreo.
0: Yeah. And (laughs) that discipline translates into other areas for sure. That's what I noticed with fitness for sure. So going off
2: of that, the moment I won first place, it finally hit me. I was like, oh, I get it now. If you just work at something hard enough and long enough, you'll be good at anything. Absolutely. And then I took that and ran with it. I was like, I could be anything I want. I could go be a pilot today. And that transferred into the TikTok thing. And then that blew up. It was just like, do, do, do,
0: do. Oh, yeah. No heart. And you're very, I can see, like, you're very hard. And I think that's also one of the most, I mean, that is everything. Every single person, I see, it's seen comedians all the time. Every comedian that's on that level right now, that's like killing it, they have been working on it. Like, it's, it's just an equation. Sure, you need talent, right? That's the thing, and if you're smart and all that, but like hard work, I mean, you can- True
2: Consistency. It's yeah.
0: unbelievable. Yeah. I see it. And that's why for this year, actually, I had a thing. Um, I write comedy pretty much yeah. like almost every day, but now I'm like every day. Yeah. Like it's, it's not even a question. Like today, for example, I had to plan all these podcasts and like clean up some stuff and do all this stuff to wake up early, but I was like, no, I'll wake up even earlier because the first yep. hour of my day, I'm gonna write comedy Yeah. every day. And if I do this for five years, I'll be so fucking good at comedy. Yes. It's just an equation. There's, It's yes. it's unstoppable, basically. You know, it if is. you commit to that over even if, time. Even, so if, even if you're not like... Habits are crazy. Yeah.
2: It's just what we were saying earlier. Even if you're not great at it at first, you can learn and you can yeah. train. Obviously, there it has to be talent at the beginning, but sometimes maybe it'll take someone a bit longer just because they have to build that talent up. But at the end yeah. of the day, literally what you said, just if you do it consistently and work really hard. You will be good at literally anything. Yeah, Any of us could decide on a random career and go do it for the next five years and we'll be good at it. Yeah. And that kind of, cool? isn't that cool?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: but yeah, that shift in mindset completely changed my life. Like, yeah. bodybuilding was the best thing I ever did. Uh, I learned, and I did it when I was young too, like 23, 24. So I did it, you know, in the early 20s. And now, like, I can eat whatever I want, but it's because every time I grab a meal, I'm just like, oh, in my head, I'm like, I'm like there's that amount of protein. I did it. I don't have to measure Literally. it. I to think about it.
0: Literally, I still yeah, know, People are
2: like, you probably don't eat anything bad. I was like, bro, I have tubs of ice cream in my freezer. I don't give
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: But it's just the five years but, of. Practice. Hey, did you have to
0: unlearn that? Because I'm assuming when you come off a competition, it must be a transition going from that to eating regularly again, or cheating, or whatever. Yeah. Because that was very difficult for me when I was modeling. Oh yeah. Because I went to fashion week and I would like go for. I would actually. It's similar, just different physique. Yeah. Aspirations, right? But like when you I went look to like fashion you're week, sick and
2: dying. It's fine. No. Yeah. And literally, both. Both are.
0: <laughs> both are very unhealthy. No, 100%. Real. When I went to fashion week in Milan. I remember I had this like fashion look and the gap. So they wanted me to go super high mm-hmm. fashion. So I had to like, I had to lose, it's funny. I had to lose muscle. Yeah. They told me not to do any chest cause I've naturally like a bigger chest. So then I had to like lose muscle. I would, I would eat like I would literally starve myself and eat, Basic, I mean, essentially no carbs. And I would like, so then I would be drier than, it's yep. essentially the same thing with it's what you the same did. Thing. Yeah. So Just how was the muscle. transition out of, uh, from that after uh, tournament, after after competition? Tournament. Yeah, sorry, after, I'm, I'm German, whatever you call it. Yeah. Uh,
2: A competition. It was, it was, um, it was definitely tough because, you know, I weighed, 30 pounds less than I weigh right now. And it for me, it wasn't about the weight. It was like how I looked. I loved how I looked. And you get body dysmorphia really bad because yeah. you're the only one looking at yourself in the mirror every sure. day. So you see it more and more. Um, yeah. It was definitely tough. I haven't really talked about this publicly, but I don't mind talking about it now is that I definitely had a slight eating disorder. Sure. <laughs> oh. yeah. Afterwards, I've never really told anyone much about that because it was so dark. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I was also working a job I hated at the time too this is like right at you know when you just have the high and then you just go real low and when you yeah. go real low you know the high's about to come but you gotta go low first Yeah, yeah I was working as an assistant for these women and I hated the job I wanted to work in film production and I just wasn't there yet and then I had just gotten done with my bodybuilding show so it was just like coming down yeah I definitely was like you know I would yeah it was just like I couldn't I would look at the food and I'm like I want to eat it but I can't I know what it's going to do. So I would like refrain from eating a lot of food, which is bad. And then finally, it was weird. Like this went on for a while. Luckily, I wasn't doing anything like really bad though. Like I wasn't doing like really bad eating disorder stuff. It was just like mentally fucked up in my head. And then one day it just went away. But it took like six, seven, eight months. I don't know. I don't know what it has to do with, but I don't have an addictive personality, if that makes sense at all. I think it's because I'm ADHD as fuck and I can't stick to something long enough. So like, you know, people have like addictions to like vapes and stuff. I could vape for like a week or two and then just put it down and never touch it again. Yeah.
0: Like
2: same with everything else. So I feel like,
0: or maybe if you know, for me, it's like, if I know the repercussions of something, I won't do it. Like if if you tell me, for example, that um, alcohol, so for example, I don't drink alcohol. You know, so for me, it was always Fake like German. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you know, sometimes for peer pressure, I would do whatever. But, you know, I was like, I would look at alcohol. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm so aware of how alcohol is has, you know, how many calories it has per gram. Yeah. And then how it's going to um, all the implications of it, how it's going to make me feel the next morning, how I'm going to yep. work. My, my performance is going to work. It's going to be worse in the gym is going to be worse in my life. So it's going to affect me. And make me less efficient. So I can't even indulge. And that's the, the definition of addictive personality, where the cue for dopamine is not as strong as the awareness of the long term repercussions of whatever you do.
2: Interesting. So that's how
0: basically if people have um if you if you're very dopamine sensitive, right, it means that you can you know, you know, oh this sugar right now, I eat it, it's gonna give me this high, but then I feel like shit after. Yeah, because I know I feel like shit Splendid. after. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: That's exactly shut how. I like up. S- <laughs> shut up! Shut the say? fuck
0: up, man. He does have one addiction. I, I like oh. Splenda. Okay, having sex with you. I like Splenda because I'm well. not aware of Splenda being as horrible as people make it out to it's be, not. Jeff. It's not that bad. It only
1: killed rats in some study, but hey. I-
0: you know what else killed rats? <laughs> Fucking cocaine, Jeff. And guess what? Guess what? You've done plenty of that, haven't you? Mm, haven't you, Jeff? Un- I don't
1: censored. recall Do laugh? <laughs> I don't think so.
2: So he's a little sensitive about that. I the can tell. But Splenda. Fucking Splenda. Shut <laughs> the fuck up, mother. Listen, I approve of Splenda. The things we would eat, like zero calorie soda, zero calorie energy drinks, Splenda's in my coffees, chewing gum, those were like my little fixes so that I could yeah. deal with the diet Yeah, I had. We have but too.
1: what there's, were you saying worse, before
2: yeah. about what you just said before is very, actually, that's literally how I think. Yeah. Like literally, like I'll be like, you know, I'll have that like giant chocolate sundae thing sure. and I'll, I'll eat a little bit of it. And then I'm like, fuck, I already know, whatever, this is gonna make me feel like shit tomorrow. Yeah. Same with alcohol. So here's a, I don't actually drink that much either, even though mm. my whole thing is vodka. Um, oh, I know, but you're right, you're right. <laughs> like that's so funny. I, hate <laughs> I actually don't like drinking that much either. I'm yeah, a social yeah. drinker. Yeah. I will have one drink in my hand for like eight hours. Because yeah. it's just something to hold in my hand. Sure. But I don't like the feeling of getting drunk. And I don't like waking up hungover. Absolutely. Because I have too much to do tomorrow.
0: Yeah. No, I feel I you on that. I feel, And I think both are, I think it, it, the extremes are always unhealthy, right? Mm. I think a healthy balance. I think having alcohol, sometimes having sugar, all oh, this yeah. stuff. Like now I'm much more chill actually. Because I also used to have an eating disorder a little bit. Yeah, a little Why are you splen- splen- looking at me like that? Shut the fuck up, just like,
1: like Splenda, Splenda, dude. <laughs> just like. I'm <laughs> not yeah. snoring. Dude,
2: I don't Man, triggered for a comedian. I'm surprised. You're <laughs> so triggered by this. You should have jokes Shut on Splenda. Up. <laughs> Shut Everybody, up. Everybody, leave me Shut the fuck alone. Joke. Is These your boyfriend sensitive like this all the time?
1: Only about Splenda. You're going to make him cry. Only about Splenda. i <laughs> You bring I it be, up
0: all the time, dude. It's,
1: it's nothing. It's nothing. Don't worry about okay, it.
0: Okay, can you give me some studies that Splenda... Dude, I eat so oh clean. God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I eat so fucking clean. I eat clean. You know I don't eat bread. No
2: grains, essentially. Wait, Pretty why paleo. is bread bad? I eat so many carbs.
0: Well, I eat carbs too, but bread specifically for me, everybody's different. For me, it fucks up my gut Ava's. health. It messes up my gut health a little bit. I feel like, I don't know, it just doesn't process it as well. Grains. For me, it's like, you know, um, vegetables, meat, anything that's like more natural, vegetables you know.
2: Eggplant and meat. Eggplant Vegetable and meat. Yeah, like a Slap me in the face with the eggplant and meat. <laughs>
0: and some splenda on top of you it. Know? <laughs> Not me, him. Yeah. I was acting like him. Yeah, exactly. So. No. <laughs> like eggplants okay i'm sorry i know i'll be here for you no but i think the balance is good yeah yeah it was so hard for me at first with modeling because i was basically bullied into being in crazy shape and then of course if you're whole that's why i like being a comedian now because when i was fully modeling everything i did depended on me being in incredibly good shape you know what's funny though i now put about 60% 60% of the time and effort into me working out. And I, I'm I'm definitely, I put maybe 50% of the effort into, into eating well. Yeah. The results, I'm uh-huh. still 90%. I'm almost the same. It's, it's crazy how it's like in your head. Um, Maybe my testosterone's gone up because also I was going to ask you about this. You said that you had a low sex drive. Do you mm-hmm. think competing in bodybuilding has also affected your sex drive?
2: Um, I think, well, even before I competed, I had like no sex Got drive it. either. But- um, definitely when you compete, yeah, 100%, yeah. your sex drive completely like goes away just because you're depleted of everything. A lot of girls will lose their period too. Like it's like-
0: I can see that. Yeah. It, it fucks up your hormones. It That's fucks what up your hormones. We said before, I think competing in bodybuilding, as healthy as fitness is, bodybuilding is one of the most unhealthy things you can do for your body. Cause it messes up your homo- it's hormones. It's an extreme everything, yeah. sport, you know? Yeah, it's extreme, yeah. Um,
2: But I don't regret doing it at all. 100%, um, yeah. I also, I will tell you guys this too. I definitely ran cycles. I did Anavar and Clen for like mm-hmm. only six weeks up to my show. I wasn't running cycles for a really long time. Um, uh, that definitely affected my, I had really bad acne from it, but it, you know, it was, dude, when I would take the Anavar and I was eating. So that's
0: like a, like a, like a steroid? steroid. Like, but yeah. it's a pill and it's like uh-huh. the
2: safest one for women. And then Clen is an asthma. It's Clen used to be an asthma drug for asthma patients, yeah. Clenbuterol, but then people discovered that if you take Clen, it, increases your heart rate like a lot so if you take it so what i would do is i'd take it before uh, i'd eat and do fasted cardio for an hour in the morning uh-huh. while i was training and holy fuck i'd burn like 20 billion times the amount don't do this um, <laughs>
1: it's like a cutting steroid yeah or? so i
2: well it's like it's not a it's not really steroid. It's just like an asthma drug but yeah that does like the cutting but then the anivar holy shit like i would take anivar and i'm eating a thousand calories a day and it's like three weeks before my show. was thousand,
0: so that's why, yeah, if you work out, because I'm nothing. really, I'm
2: getting really close to my show and I could still curl like 60 pounds or something, which is unheard of because you're yeah. like depleted. But Anovar just gives you, it, it's a steroid, right? So I did a few cycles of that, but very safely with my coach and it was only six weeks before my show. So it was yeah. just like, but I had a really bad acne from it. I know for a fact that's from it. Were you it. like super aggressive or something? No, never. Were
0: you like on the phone with your employees? You were like, listen to me.
2: <laughs> no, because I wasn't injecting myself. You all know? of a sudden
0: you had a Russian accent when you burned steroids. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I started speaking Russian all of a sudden. I was like, what the fuck? I don't even know Russian. <laughs> I know. Um,
2: anyway, uh, no, I, um, I definitely didn't have the aggression or anything because I feel like Anavar is so mild. Like, and I was doing really small amounts. I was doing like, mild amounts of it you know mm, yeah. but it was very like still controlled on a schedule and everything um and then as soon as my show was done we'd be done but unlike other people who do steroids they do it they cycles for a while and they're yeah. like, injecting i never did any injectables i did it safely i definitely know that my acne came from it my voice was always a bit lower but i have a weird feeling that it came a little bit from that a little bit lower because of it mm-hmm. i don't know though my voice has always been low mm-hmm. so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
1: and this was I, the I bikini kind of division, this is for bikini right? bodybuilding.
2: So my first four shows, I was natural. My last three shows, I definitely ran some cycles.
0: Yeah. Okay. Damn. You feel I pressured wanna, to do it, honestly. I kinda, oh, for sure. No. Same. Same with you know. Same with. Same with porn. You know. Modeling. Porn. Modeling. Modeling porn, everything. Yeah. 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 Bodybuilding. All the same. Yeah. Damn. I kind of want to. Tr- I kind of. I'm. I'm just curious. I'm never. I know. I feel like.
2: You would have to put on so much muscle <laughs> if you were going to compete. It's not even funny. No. The, the these guys.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? You specifically.
2: And you. Damn. Um, <laughs> no, dude, it's insane. You're tall, yeah. which means oh, yeah, I look, you would have to put hundred percent an ungodly I'm, amount. You I'm, wouldn't be able to compete unless you took steroids.
0: Um thank you. Like, fantastic. <laughs> there we fucking go. There we fucking go. No, I and know, you have I know like, like, that, five thousand calories. I know a day. that no, also genetically, mm-hmm. I was always like naturally, always like just more cut and athletic and not so like. Blocky. Wow, bragging about yourself. Right now. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I was just blessed, you, you know, some people. Here? Have you seen seen my bathroom yet? There's like nude nude paintings of me in the bathroom.
2: Amazing. I'm stealing that. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually just my penis. So you don't see my body, but (laughs) no, it's just it's my body. So I can't find it? Uh (laughs) correct. (laughs) Listen, I I was gonna say that and I was gonna end up with a self because I sound like a douchebag sometimes, but I want to end up with a self-deprecating note. You know, I was blessed with good genetics when it comes to fitness somehow, but (gasps) I come in 11 seconds. So there we go. We have the balance of the universe has been restored. So, you know, we're good. We're good with that. Yeah. 11 seconds. 11 seconds. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Then let me, let me talk. Let's finish with this. Like okay. you, so you, you now do social media and you do these TikTok videos. Yes. How the fuck do you make money with that?
2: Ah, good question. Cause Ooh. I
0: know from experience, I've had some TikTok channels that got deleted, whatever, but they had a lot of views, didn't make a single yeah, dollar money. off of them, you know? Yeah. So how do you make that? Okay. Do that?
2: So, when this was also the short form was starting, right? It was like Snapchat spotlight was giving a million dollars a day away. Facebook and Instagram had the bonuses. TikTok yeah. had a better creator fund, whatever. At first you can make money. It's cool. Especially, but the thing is, is you only made money if your videos went dumb viral. Yeah. You know, it's not about how much you post. It's about how well they did.
0: Sure. I mean, one video that gets like 50 million views is better than like, you know. Yeah, like you need like five hundred videos to do like a hundred thousand right. to like have this. Yeah,
2: and then also early on too, people were getting way more brand deals because the creator economy was new. You know what I mean? And brand deals were paying a lot. Now that it's oversaturated and everyone is a fucking creator today, in yeah. Influencer, um, making money online is so hard unless you're doing like OnlyFans or having like a subscription some about something, um, which. She I respect anyone who does OnlyFans. I, that's just not me. Have you ever thought about it? Uh, I, no, I can't do it. It's not me. It's literally not me. Yeah, I'm yeah. not that like sexy. To, I'm the girl that takes no, a no, sexy no. photo and then posts the fucking dumb one after.
0: No, same, but like, listen, you can, I mean, i would say same, but I have this silly tendency, but uh, I like, I mean, I've, I've been modeling, you know, blah, 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 but you can make an OnlyFans literally just being on the phone with people, being like, listen, you fucking pig. I will, I will take That'd you in, You money. Know? No, but I'll tell
2: you why I can't. Okay. I own a very professional company that works with Fortune 500 companies. Even though my OnlyFans maybe isn't sexual.
0: Got the, it. The,
2: the stigma of it, the yeah. Stigma,
0: Understood, yeah. Yeah,
2: and I, again, all of my friends are like the biggest fucking girls and guys on OnlyFans. I respect it. I just can't do it. But it's also not me. I don't like doing that yeah even like doing what you just i don't like doing that i like making funny content that's it it's just more me um anyway so the money thing um, at first it was like all that here's the thing if you're a smart creator you know that tiktok was not forever tiktok was a stepping stone it was the first platform where creators could prove that like hey i can build a brand by myself and get millions of followers yeah now the next step after you do that for two years the next step is take to the next level what do you want to be comedian an actor a sing writer yeah uh, whatever and if you think about it you know charlie d'amelio addison ray lil huddy they all went that route they have shows now he's a singer Mm. tiktok isn't their main thing anymore they figured out other avenues of
0: they jumped off they jumped off to have a career Mm -hmm.
2: a lot of creators i know and this is about no one in particular have not moved or haven't like you know graduated or changed Got Me, it. for instance, I did something different. I created an agency about it. I was like, you know what? I'm good at creating content. I'm gonna charge people a lot of money to yeah. do this. Yeah. And it's been the best thing. I haven't met a lot of other creators that do what I do where they're like, yeah. they do it for other people because creators have egos. They want to be on camera sure. and they don't want to work. Sure. So sometimes, you know, when I show up to sets and I'm the one filming, they're like, Wait, aren't you online? I'm like, Yeah, but I'm also good at it behind camera too.
3: Put mm. the ego, yeah. are,
2: you know. So Smart, that's yeah. how you make money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's other ways to make money too. If you're smart, like having a discord and communities and like a course and so, and so it's so on. Yeah. Right now, TikTok has the TikTok creative challenge where you can make ads for TikTok and they are the ads that you see on TikTok, but they don't get posted to your page. I've made a couple grand off of that too. Super easy.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. And then but yeah, it's hard to make it off of your own stuff. I mean, I noticed that with, especially TikTok. Like we talked about this before when we were in the hallway, when I walked you here for like 10 minutes from the parking garage, um, the, it's just hard on TikTok. I feel it's not as, they don't care. As, people don't care as much as you, about you. Like, I don't know. I know so many people have like millions of followers on TikTok, but they don't get any engagement and people just don't care about them really. Yeah, they so, could have, yeah. It could have
2: been like, think about it. Like this is my current situation. Like I blew up like three years ago. So mm-hmm. I was really hot for like a good year. Like anything yeah. I posted, the community was crazy. Yeah. But then just like anything else, it's kind of like, okay, you're not the hot, cool thing anymore what's next and there's so many new people
0: coming you know doing stuff yeah yeah
2: and tiktok right now this is currently now what is it january 2024 uh tiktok is focused on one minute or longer videos now with that new beta program so if your video isn't longer than a minute they're not going to focus on it as much so my friends i have friends that are making a killing with money with the long form video because if your video gets like a million views and it's over a minute you're getting like a couple grand from that now. Dang. But it's real hard to get a video hit over a million views. Yeah, That's over a minute, you know what I mean? There's
0: like- just too many platforms now. Like for me as a, cause I'm also, I almost have like, so I'm in the position right now where I'm like, I have my YouTube channel. It's like the main channel. It's more about like modeling and more about me. You know, a lot of people subscribe because they find me sexy and I have like yeah. mo- vlog, modeling vlogs. They didn't necessarily come to comedy shows. So I'm basically keeping that channel going. Yeah, But also at the same time, I'm writing comedy every day. I have to talk to people. I have to book shows. I have to talk to agents. I have to do this. I have to run all these. And I almost feel like I'm running two different brands at the same yeah. time. And I'm just being drowned with all these fucking platforms. Like there's yeah. X, there's like Snapchat. There's just so much you at once assistant. where I have, I mean, I have assistance, but I, I need to, I need to hire. I wish just, I, I just wish there was a creative agency run by, a Russian talented um, <laughs> woman with pink hair. We take all of that stuff uh-huh. off my plate. And uh-huh. that's why, guys, this video is sponsored by Trachnik <laughs> <Drachnik>. Agency <laughs> consulting. Whatever. What's the company called?
2: Uh, Drax Social, D-R-A-X. Drax
0: Social, yeah. yeah. But no, you told me the rates before. It's, like, it's definitely for companies, right? Like it's It is, higher, but yeah.
2: again, we can do a la carte and talk to you and figure out what works. Mm-hmm. But because mm-hmm. our agency basically, Drax Social, I'm going to plug this in real quick, we're a short form video strategy and production agency. So let's yeah. say you're target and you're like, wow, we suck at making short form video. And that's for any platform, not just sure. TikTok. Uh, we'll come in, we'll come up with all the ideas. We'll shoot, edit, post, and social media manage for you. Got it, yeah. But that's like the big daddy package, right? Yeah. We have we do tons of other things for other people. Sometimes we'll sure. just one shoot a month. Sometimes we'll do just strategy only. Sometimes we'll just do social media management.
0: God. We yeah. do anything you want. I have it outsourced. Like I have somebody who's my full-time social media manager and she yeah. helps me. Best thing I ever outsourced in my life mm. was posting. I could not go on platforms and post myself because it gives me anxiety yeah. to be on a platform. Literally every time I'm on a platform and I'm posting my own stuff, my, I, I'm, I'm measurably unhappier right after. It is, it, is, it is wild. Yeah, Where's I stopped
2: reading comments and that's made me a lot happier. Yeah. 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 Oh, don't read comments at all. Yeah, Fuck that. Yeah. I have clients. Sometimes they'll, you know, they'll start to have a video go viral for the first time and they'll start reading the comments and like freak out on me. I'm like, stop. Reading the comments. This is how you deal with cyberbullying. Yeah. Close the laptop.
0: Exactly. Ah. Yeah. 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 And then like, mo- it's all you have to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then most people are like responding to the comments. I'm like, don't yeah.
2: respond. That's what they want you to do. Like, yeah, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man. yeah jeff sent me some comments this morning from some hate <laughs> comments jeff sent me some comments <laughs> this, this morning from the, podcast. From the last podcast yeah. um he had like a i don't know like it's like a little argument with the podcast guest and then, and then the comments were so funny like half the people were like oh my god jeff is so hot his blonde hair i just want to uh, he's such a daddy now i just want him to breed me and then the next comment is like jeff's stance on this topic shows how you know he's <laughs> He's such a, he's such a Republican, whatever, (laughs) you know, so I love it. It just varies a lot, but you know, that's how it is. It's Carlisle from Twilight. Yeah, he also doesn't age. You know his age? You
2: you don't know. I know you're older though. Yeah. How old are you? 64. Mm-hmm. That's right. I didn't say
0: 69.
2: Wait,
1: Mario, how old are you? I guess. I don't know. 33. The audacity. The audacity. 29. You, you, Yeah. Yeah. Wait, really? Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I'm just like,
0: whatever. Just because we're just because we're boyfriends, mm-hmm. right? We have like. By the way, we're not boyfriends. I'm like, we're saying these things. Or
1: are we? This month, you Third. are. It's your birthday.
0: It's my birthday. Uh-oh. I'm turning thirty. The dirty 30 thirty. I'm turning <gasps> thirty on January twenty first.
2: Oh my god, it's coming up. It's oh coming god. up. Yeah, what are you I'm doing? doing?
0: I'm doing. So I thought about it, and and I thought about doing something in Los Angeles, but the thing is my whole journey in the U S started in New York city mm. and New York is my favorite city in the entire world. And I'm doing a stand-up show in New York Funny. for my birthday, not on my birth, but like yeah. a couple of days prior. And uh, then I'm just going to be in New York with my fiance. And I don't know what we're going to do, Fuck but yeah. I just want to be in New York. I love New York so much. Oh, it I is. love that. Cause for you also, you're, I think we're quite similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, we are. Um, have you I'm ever been to New York? I'm
2: also extremely handsome model with a small exactly, dick. Exactly, yeah. It comes in five <laughs> seconds. I never said that. I never said anything about the dick.
0: I said that I come fast, but the oh, small I, dick I, you I, said. No, I think
2: you said that. Roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> she I'm
0: just kidding. assumed.
2: Don't assume.
0: <laughs> um, I'll show you guys right now. Challenge accepted. Now. Didn't you get um, a tattoo? Huh? Is
2: that real? Did you get a tattoo? I thought I saw a video. Is dick. that real? Is yeah. that real? Yeah. I saw that video and I was like, yeah. this is real. I did get a
0: dick tattoo. Well, yeah. about
2: that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's a little dick on my dick. Oh. Like a little dig on the big dig, you know, <laughs> a little a small dig on the average oh. dig. Let's put it like that. Yeah, yeah, it was very, it was, it was, it was nice. It was nice. Um, what do you ask
2: me about if I've lived in New York or been? Oh yeah, York?
0: no, because I feel like you're. Have you ever lived in New York or been to New York? I've
2: been in New York once before I was 21. And I haven't been back. I, I think you would
0: thrive. It is exactly what you. If you're about the hustle, but you seem to make it work in LA. Sometimes LA draw like it kind of pulls me down because it's so comfortable here. It's yeah. not as New York just makes you work even harder. It's well, like, actually, yeah.
2: I have a plot twist for you. Yeah. Um, I'm actually moving for real. Oh, ah. Not to New York though. I'm moving to Vegas. Oh, oh shit. Plot twist. That, that makes sense though. You Vegas, only, makes, Vegas people, makes sense
0: for creators. And there's yeah. a few
2: people that are like taxes. That makes sense. And there's a lot of people who are like, what the fuck? And no, I was Vegas like, Vegas
0: makes sense. Absolutely I'm, does. Yeah. People just
2: assume like, oh, you're moving to Vegas. You're going to move to the Strip. I was like, no, I'm moving to no. Enterprise, which is like the bottom left over here. And if you think about it, like all of my networking and my friends and my mentors out there, they're all business owners. Yeah. Right now, I'm trying to 10X my business. Sure. I need to be around that environment. 100%. I love LA, but it is so goddamn distracting here. A
0: hundred percent. I'm going
2: insane. Yeah. And yep. I love all my friends here, but they're all nine to fivers that live for the weekend. Yeah. I work till midnight every night and on the weekends. Yeah. And I get distracted and this is going to sound so LA, but I got back from Burning Man this year. Yeah. Me in the head. <laughs> no, but I love Burning Man because everyone there is like a, you know, hyper focused genius CEO of some sorts. Like a lot of people I talk to. And when I got back from Burning Man this year, I was just like, it, it hit me. I was like, this is not doing it for me anymore this no. isn't stimulating me and if i want to get better and bigger and learn more i need to adventure out i've lived in california my entire life
0: the the people you're around it, it influences everything you yeah. are the people around you it yeah. is so true when i lived i was in new york and i was staying uh, with this guy and he had he's basically he's a scientist and a ceo and i was like when i was with him and around him i started my online business just by osmosis i adapted some of the behaviors and values that's why i want to be in new york mm-hmm. cuz in new york Comedians take comedy so much more seriously. Yeah. You know, when you're in, when you're around comedians, I made the transition last year from like, you know, like basically model to comedian and it's still a transition, but it was because I started going to New York. Whenever I'm in New York, I'm around people who do what I want to
2: do. Yeah.
0: And you just adapt. Even being by, by being around them, it, it makes, it does so much. So I always say, whatever you want to do, be around the people who are doing it. Yeah. Because that will make you better just yeah. by default. So it makes perfect sense with Vegas. Also, like lower estate tax, right? Yeah. All this stuff.
2: And then also so that makes just sense. like, I just can focus so much more there, you know, like I can literally just like sit and focus and not get distracted. Like I've been to every stupid party. I want to, I've there's nothing in LA that is like yeah. doing it for me. I've been here six years. Yeah. I will be back. Yeah. Uh, my future, my goals is like, I would have a place in LA and Vegas and I'd be and back. And it's not and far.
0: I mean, you can still, you know, oh my God. Like I'm literally going to be
2: back every month for yeah. shoots and stuff. Sure, But I also want to learn to like, you know, structure my business more. My, my business consultant who, Helps my business lives in Vegas too. Yeah, I have a ton of friends out there that I'm right. going to be with. Um, I t- When I tell people I want to go to Vegas to focus, they're like, "You're just going to party at the clubs all the time." I was like, "No,
0: yeah, what? no. Vegas Why would is I not do the that? Strip. And if you if you if you live at the Strip, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. want to kill yourself shortly after." <laughs> and I mean, also,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I know. And I'll, like, think of here's another example. Uh, people that live in LA, do you go to Hollywood every day to party? No, no, it's the same thing as in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've been to Vegas like a trillion times this year for events, work, blah, blah, blah. And then I knew I wanted to be there. And there were, so I went and, and stayed there for a week and a half with like my friend. And just to like make sure I wanted to be there. I didn't drink for that week. I didn't party. I just yeah. went on hikes. I found my gym. I found a meal prep service. And I've never felt more just like I need to be here. Yeah, You know when you just know. Yeah, That's how I feel about knew, New York. Yeah, I absolutely. knew since after Burning Man that I wanted to go. and it And I got really depressed for like a couple months because I was just like, what is it that's bothering me? And it's because I just like I'm unhappy because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm stuck here. Yeah. And I want to get fucking here. Sure. And then the only way to get here is you got to make a change.
0: Yeah. You know? And right now Absolutely. moving
2: to Vegas is just my change. If I hate it, i come back. Whatever. Great. Um, so I move in three weeks.
0: Oh, three weeks. Then
3: Damn.
2: Damn, uh, You're just going to miss us. Cause
0: we're going to be there for the, uh, the avians. Oh, For what the is porn that? awards. Uh, end of Jan. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. I'll literally just
2: yeah. miss. It's all good. I'm yeah. literally going to be in LA again and I'll be in Vegas sure. back and forth. Yeah. So like we can still make content and stuff. I just yeah. plan it out a little bit more yeah. now. That's amazing.
0: I'm happy for you. Because it this, sometimes it doesn't even matter where you go. It's just like the 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 shift of environment. Yeah. You can take whatever you and after, you know, six years in a the place, there usually is a is a time where you go, Okay, I've I, I'm I've graduated, you yeah. know, and I'm and ready like, to move on. Yeah.
2: I'm young. I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a dog. I don't have anything like holding me back and I want no to No new. Yep. No kids. Yeah, and I want to <laughs> And I want to I want to move and do this now before I regret it. Do you know what I mean? 100%, yeah. And then um it's funny too so like I've only been telling people in person. This is probably the only place on the internet that I'll know. And I okay. Really mm. I don't care. You can keep it. I just am not posting it publicly on my Instagram personally yeah. because like I don't want Everyone freaking out. I'm trying not to make a big deal about this. It's like, yeah, yes, I'm no, This will
0: be the title of this video. It's going it to be like
2: <laughs> Russian creator. Moves to <laughs> Breaking news.
3: <laughs> but like, just I've only told, first. like I
2: put on like my close friend story. I told my friends and they're throwing me a surprise goodbye party this weekend. Mm-hmm. They're like, just save the date. I was like, whatever. But I was like, guys, a lot of people in our friend group live in other places, but we go to so many events together throughout the year, like burning man and trips all over the world. It's like, I literally told my friends, I was like, you're going to actually see me more than you see me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's going to be with purpose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's
2: awesome. Well, that's amazing. Well,
0: that was really fun. I appreciate you. Um, so well, my mic keeps going people, away from it, me. It's yeah, the mic's going down on you. This. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! You yeah. didn't ask. Here, it looks like a
2: penis. <laughs> I'm just
0: talking about dick. Yeah.
2: So it's uh, what's your handle again? Drachnik. D- Drachnik. D R A C H N I K. Amazing. Or Drachnik. I was the north. Drachnik. Drachnik. Uh, but yeah, Drachnik on all platforms, or type in the crazy pink haired Russian girl. You can find me easily. Amazing. Yeah. Sweet.
0: Guys, thanks so much for watching. Stay on Censor. Subscribe. New episode every single Wednesday. We love you. Peace out. Bye.
2: Fuck yeah.